Welcome to Furniture Industry News, your go-to source for staying up to date on all the latest happenings in the furniture industry. Brought to you by FurniturePodcast.com, we'll bring you the latest news and insights so you can stay in the know on everything that's shaping the world of furniture. In today's episode, we'll cover Yellow's potential bankruptcy, furniture retailers' adaptive strategies, the benefits of flow space AI for logistics management, and the rise in consumer confidence in July. Multiple sources, including the Wall Street Journal and Freight Waves, have reported that Yellow, a major less-than-truckload freight carrier, is on the verge of filing for bankruptcy. The company has been facing significant challenges, such as mounting debt, customer attrition, and a potential worker strike that could have led to its permanent closure. Yellow has not yet publicly confirmed the decision to file for bankruptcy, but it has acknowledged that it is preparing for various contingencies. The company's executives have a fiduciary responsibility to plan for such eventualities. Recently, Yellow narrowly avoided a strike by its majority workforce, represented by the Teamsters, when central states funds agreed to extend the benefits owed to workers. However, the company must now pay its employees the outstanding amount within 30 days. Yellow's struggles are not new, as it received a $700 million pandemic-related loan from the U.S. government in 2020, with the federal government acquiring a 30% stake in the company. Reuters reports that Yellow has not made significant repayments on the loan and is urgently seeking to refinance its $1.2 billion debt. Morgan Stanley reveals that Yellow has suffered a significant loss of customers in recent weeks, with 97% of surveyed shippers intending to redirect their shipments to other carriers. Uber Freight has also publicly announced their suspension of issuing freight to Yellow. According to a research report by TD Cowan, Yellow's freight volumes have plummeted by 80% in recent days. Notably, some of the largest retailers in the country, such as Walmart and Home Depot, rely on Yellow for their transportation needs. In summary, Yellow is facing a precarious financial situation, impending bankruptcy, and substantial challenges in its operations and customer base. In the retail landscape of 2023, There has been a notable shift in the furniture sector as customers gradually return to their regular shopping habits following the abnormal years of 2020 to early 2022. Despite concerns about the economy and the impact of inflation on consumer behavior, the furniture industry is performing well compared to pre-pandemic levels. However, retailers are actively seeking strategies to enhance sales and optimize their close rates. Caleb Miskelly, the chief retail officer at Miskelly Furniture, has focused on devising marketing messages that resonate with customers, as well as introducing new promotions. Additionally, they have placed a strong emphasis on training sales associates and offering financing options to assist customers. Paige Strafe, the owner of Fifth and Home and an Ashley licensee, has prioritized building relationships with customers through regular follow-up and hosting sales events. This approach has resulted in higher close rates and overall sales. Randy Schachter, co-owner of Biltrite Furniture Leather Mattresses, has placed a significant emphasis on direct mail and digital marketing strategies. Meanwhile, Bo Kokonis from Kokonis Furniture has directed his attention towards training staff for handling special orders as lead times return to normal. 
He views the decrease in foot traffic as the new normal and highlights the importance of a more hands-on approach with sales floor management. Joe Bright of Duncan Bright advocates for increased advertising, improved offers, and expedited delivery to stimulate sales. Michael Turner of Huck and Peck encourages engaging with loyal customers through personalized offers and negotiating to close sales. Dave Harkness of Harkness Furniture stresses the significance of consistency and professionalism as differentiating factors in a competitive market. Russell Turner, CEO of 1915 South, places importance on ensuring customers have access to relevant products and financing options despite escalating costs. He also aims to refine company processes and facilities in the upcoming months. Lastly, Robert Van Hoos, CEO of Big Sandy Superstore, strongly believes in the power of marketing, placing a key focus on delivering compelling value and allocating the majority of their budget to digital marketing platforms such as Facebook, OTT, and Google. To sum up, in the face of a challenging sales environment, furniture retailers are leveraging customer relationships, digital marketing, staff training, financing options, and operational enhancements to bolster sales and profitability. Flowspace AI is an innovative artificial intelligence tool designed for the logistics industry, specifically aimed at aiding direct-to-consumer and B2B brands in enhancing their logistics and distribution processes. Developed by Flowspace, this cutting-edge AI solution is committed to streamlining operations and eliminating time-consuming tasks for companies. By harnessing the power of automation, Flowspace AI for Freight empowers customers to achieve unparalleled levels of efficiency and productivity. According to Karen Chow, Flowspace's Vice President of Product, AI amplifies the capabilities of the Flowspace platform, enabling it to effectively fulfill the unique requirements of merchants. The AI tool uses advanced large language models to automate workflows, reduce manual tasks, and improve overall efficiency for businesses. Furthermore, it leverages data analysis to uncover patterns and trends, assisting in the development of optimized fulfillment strategies that can inform future marketing, advertising, and sales initiatives. In addition to its AI functionality, Flowspace offers its logistics platform to over 500 brands, including third-party marketplaces, brick-and-mortar retailers, and direct-to-consumer storefronts. This widespread usage demonstrates the platform's reliability and efficacy in meeting the logistics needs of diverse businesses. With data privacy as a top priority, Flowspace's in-house development ensures the security and confidentiality of customer information. Through its comprehensive suite of tools, Flowspace AI enables brands to enhance their logistics and distribution operations, paving the way for greater success and growth. The Consumer Confidence Index, as reported by the Conference Board, rose to 117 in July, marking a significant increase from June's 110.1 and reaching its highest level since July 2021. In line with this positive trend, the Present Situation Index, which assesses consumers' perceptions of current business and labor market conditions, also saw an improvement, rising from 155.3 in June to 160 in July. Additionally, the Expectations Index, which reflects consumers' short-term outlook for income, business, and labor market conditions, observed a rise from 80 in June to 88.3 in July. 
While an expectations index of 80 typically indicates an imminent recession within the next year, the conference board noted that consumers are less convinced of an upcoming recession, although it still anticipates one before the year's end. The report highlighted a slight increase in the percentage of consumers who perceive a recession as likely in the next 12 months, with 70.6% saying it is somewhat or very likely compared to 69.9% in June. The augmented level of consumer confidence was evident across all age groups and income brackets, whether earning under $50,000 or more than $100,000 annually. Chief Economist at the Conference Board, Dana Peterson, explained that assessments of the present situation improved in July due to positive views on employment conditions. The favorable perception of a labor market that continues to outperform likely influenced these increased sentiments. Peterson further emphasized that respondents' assessments of current family financial conditions also improved, suggesting healthy family finances, possibly due to reduced inflation and ongoing income support from employment. Conversely, expectations for the next six months improved, which likely indicates greater confidence in future business conditions and job availability. However, projections for future income slightly declined, potentially reflecting slower wage growth compared to the previous year. Anticipated family financial situations also softened in July, six months ahead. Furthermore, the survey revealed that consumers expressed greater optimism regarding short-term business conditions in July. The percentage of consumers who expect an improvement grew to 17.1% from 14.6% in June while those expecting worsening conditions decreased to 14.0% from 17.7%. On the other hand, consumers were more favorable about the short-term labor market outlook, with an increasing percentage expecting more job opportunities and a decreasing percentage anticipating fewer jobs. Regarding short-term income prospects, 16.3% of consumers predicted an increase in their incomes down from 18.6% in the previous month. Only 9.7% expected a decrease, as opposed to 11.8% in June. Consumer assessments of their current family financial situation reinforced the notion of healthy family finances in July. The percentage of consumers who regarded their family financial situation as good rose to 31.6% from 28.8% in June, while those who considered it bad decreased to 17.6% from 18.6%. Peterson further noted that consumers indicated a planned reduction in spending on discretionary services such as travel, recreation, and gambling. Conversely, they expressed intentions to spend more on necessary services like healthcare and cost-effective services like streaming from home. Within the next six months, 23% of those surveyed plan to increase spending on household maintenance, potentially including new home furnishings, whereas 57.7% expected to maintain their current spending levels and 18.9% plan to decrease spending. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I'll see you guys at the next one. And don't forget to subscribe.